Crosstalk Radio is sponsored in part by Love Work Recording Studios. Whether you need recording or mixing and mastering services, Love Work is all about quality and customer service. Check them out at theloveworkstudios.com or give them a call at 678-953-2170. Hey, this is Erica Combo, and you're listening to Crosstalk Radio with Big Pudge and Steph Swig, where the talk is real and raw. talk about stuff people don't want to talk about nowadays. I want to address the elephants in the room. I want to be thought-provoking, open-minded. We got fans from Japan always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan always to the Netherlands. We got fans from Japan, know it to the hey, Netherlands. Yo, we coming through like it's season two. Hit you with the cross talk, yeah, you know how we do. How we do. Changing the world one show at a time. We the salt of the earth, bringing light to your mind. Universal conversations. We appreciate the love we got back from every nation. Really, it's an honor that y'all listen to us. Cause big budget steps, we will give it to you. Transparency, spiritually, life lessons, and politics, the ultimate greed. What I'm saying ain't no boundaries. When we at this table, bringing awareness to the things we see. So rest yourself and enjoy the show. You're guaranteed to be intrigued by this cross talk radio. We got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. We got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Welcome back to Crosstalk Radio, man. This is your boy, Big Punch. This is your man, Steph Swig. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you, audience. Thank we, you. Thank you for the love. Appreciate, appreciate y'all. Love. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. I wish I could have heard the conversation yes. we had before we hit record on the microphone. I wish you could have heard the, the, the intros we did before we hit record on the microphone. Yes. But <laughs> it took... It took about a good 10 minutes just to do this intro, y'all. It did. So this is the reason why we laughing, because oh, this is man. not like my feelings is all the way crushed oh, at man. the way he just, he just, he just, he hurt my, just the oh, way. My, God, my first really? intro was so pure, y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm we're going to find a way to get y'all that intro in the okay. beginning so we so y'all can do, hear it. We didn't do a bloopers reel anyway. We you know, do, We, we man. still didn't do like a bloopers reel somehow. Pre-intro show or something we talk okay. about doing Some, something because I do need to hear what happens before the mic. Yes, let's get a snippet of what happens before the mic hits before we hit record on the mic. Because a lot of funny stuff that happens and weird conversations that happen before we hit record on the microphone. You would think after a year of doing the intro, you would still not have a nervousness when you first start. And it's like it's just coming in. It's just it's just different. I know people don't never hear me come in. So every now and then he gets to come in. I don't know, just opening the show. I guess, to me, that's the most important part of the show is the intro. Like, yo, you, you start off the whole show, Pudge. No pressure, bro. You start off the whole show. And, uh, <laughs> did he, did he no want to say no pressure? No pressure, no, like, pressure, no pressure. No pressure at all. But, you know, you're, you're, the, 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 it, it begins with you on this episode. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're, the, you're the, on the front lines. No right. pressure. All right, you ready to get to the topic? No. <laughs> 
So what would you? I'm not ready to get to the topic, y'all, because you gotta share this. I may as well. I'm not going for the people who pay attention. I'm not gonna be the one to be like, oh yeah, we could tell who did what, and who didn't. All right, so I'm curious as to what you gonna say. I'm listening. Oh my goodness. So we had two topics, y'all, that we had to study. And bottom line is, I studied the wrong topic. <laughs> so we not gonna get we not gonna get the dog and talk about me <laughs> like he been doing for the past what thirty minutes, forty minutes now. I told him I wasn't gonna talk about him too much. I can let him soil in his own whatever it is. Yeah, I, I, I tell him, I will mind. tell on myself. So yeah. I'm a piggyback on this one. I'm a dovetail. You know what I'm saying? I'm a come, <laughs> watch me drop some good nuggets. Watch how the Holy Ghost work in the. I place. hope so. I hope so. So anyway, without further ado, if Punch is done confession, <laughs> you done with your confession, Punch? Can we, get, can we really get started? Yeah, we, with can the show? we can roll All with it. We can roll with it. All right. So, <clears throat> like we always talk about, I like I always like the people to know out there that we listen to our audience. We're very interactive with our audience. When people from our, our cross talkers suggest certain topics, we try to get them on when we can. You know. So this topic was suggested by one of our cross talkers. They said, um, you know, talk about dance as it has evolved over the past thirty years. You know, know who I am. That's not enough for me. So I went ahead and went. I decided to do the origin of dance. And then we're still going to talk about how dance evolved from, I guess, uh, for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. And we're going to share some more fun topics, too. I mean, for uh, fun nuggets that we, that we learned on the way and mm-hmm. um, some personal stuff, some personal things about dance as well. Um, so and I thought about it, Pudge. Like, when we did, you know, it would have been a perfect time to do the show, the, the origin of dance. Is when we did the origin of music. It would have been a dope follow-up. Well, it sure would have. But either way, following each other. Thank you, Cross Talkers, for the adult suggestions. Yeah, we can't, we can't catch everything. That. We can't right, catch everything. Right, right. And again, before we even go further, man, we'll go ahead and put this out there before we go further. If you have a topic, you want to hit us up, you know, oh. share anything with us, prayer requests, hit us up at crosstalkpodcast at gmail.com, crosstalk with a K always. Check us out on Crosstalk on iTunes and tune in. And uh, just tell your friends and family about us. But thank you for all the love and support that you show us. You know, before we get started, I got to give a big major shout out to Graysonville, Maryland. Okay. Graysonville, Maryland, y'all have been holding us down for a minute. And I, and I know a lot of people are holding us down and not trying to take away from y'all. Mm-hmm. But every time I drop an episode, I, our, our flyer says 12 o'clock on Mondays. Uh-huh. Sometimes I get in the mood, I drop them a little early. So every time I drop them early, whether it's Monday, Sunday, or Saturday night, Graysonville, the Maryland first there. person that listens is Graysonville, Maryland. So big ups to Graysonville, Maryland. Give it up. Yes, give it yes, up. Give yes, it up. Yes, give yes. It up really appreciate, we appreciate the love. Thank you. I really personally, personally acknowledge that. So now, without further ado, we can get into the topic of dance. So um, <clears throat> I got some notes here. We can we, we go back and forth. We just make it a dope show like we always do for you guys. And so I got something. Yeah, you know got what I'm saying? Something. I got something. Ain't got nothing. We, he always got something. Even since the opportunity for me to make fun of him, he got something. Well, I'm, I'm going to come with something. <laughs> anyway, me, anyway, let's get into it. All right, so the evolution of dance throughout the decades is the topic of the show, and we're going to talk about where dance originated from, at least, the, least from, what I can, from, what I, from, from what I researched, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dance is a form of art from the music to the culture and the history behind it. Dance has been a way people can express themselves for many decades. From the flapper area to having disco fever, dance has evolved and changed tremendously through the years. From culture, from the culture identity of the United States, people have always had different styles of dance to express the way they were feeling about the economy, racial issues, even politics, and it just so happens to mark many significant points in our history. From the 1920s to the 2000s, here are some of the most popular styles of dance to sweep America throughout the years. Now, we're going to go way further than that. This, this is certain interesting I read, mm-hmm. and it's talking about the evolution of dance. And actually, I think... Um, Actually, I want to actually I want to go I want to do it a little bit differently. But well, you know what? We'll come back to that. I'm, I'm going to talk about how dance evolved first. But first, I'm going to go to the origin, though, because that's a little bit 
more in vain. I want to take, I mean, more in line with what I want to do. So we're going to go with the origins of dance. And I didn't even know dance was used in a, in a fascinated show, like the, the express religious, well, I knew religious part, but not the, um, how they, it says they express how they feel about the economy, racial issues, and policy. I, don't, I didn't know those origins, right? I didn't know that, that, uh, dance was, I, I'm thinking about dances, people killing the dance floor, maybe religious, uh, reasons. Mm-hmm. But anyway, origins of dance. Hold on. Origins of dance. All right, dance has always been with us even before the arrival of written, of written language in modern history. When our earliest cultures evolved, utilizing oral and performance methods to pass the stories from one generation to the next. Many historians believe that social, celebratory, and ritual dances are on the ascent, were one of the essential factors of the development of early human civilization. So dance is very, very important. Of course. The earliest findings have pinpointed the origins of ancient dances, dance history of dance in a 9,000-year-old India or 5,300-year-old Egypt. But the records more common confuse the dance into a modern culture can be found from ancient Greece, China, and India. Mm-hmm. These old dances evolved, eventually morphing into a wide variety of roaming and European medieval dances, tra- traditional Chinese dances, Hindi, and other traditional dances, respectively. After the arrival of European Renaissance, the history of music and dance exploded with the new ad- uh, new additions to song and dance. East, ease of travel and immigration to the New World brought these dances into the mix with many native cultures of the new world forging countless new dance types that are still popular to this day so that's a little bit of the origin i i actually found some fun facts about dance i want to share with everybody you, let me ask you this yeah did you do did you do any specific studies on african dance no i was hoping okay you no I, I see no i mean because that's something that i i do know something about good yeah i want you to share that and i want you to um while you wait while i'm going through my notes you can talk about uh, a little bit about crumping you know, I know, I know that ties to a little bit of African. Can you can you find the, uh, yeah, the tie-ins on that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for people who don't know what crumping is, crumping is a form of dancing, and it's most um, people, um, California people in Cali, that they. Uh, that's the first time I've seen crump. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that's where it originated from because I don't know. <clears throat> that's the first time I've seen it, and. Um, it's a form of uh, a war dance, and uh, it's uh, it's actually just amazing on how um, the dances the dances parallel to uh, tribal dances um, uh, back in this is this early as uh, before before slavery even even came about and. It's amazing on how the, the dance is imitated, and it's pretty much imitated. Uh, just so it's just pretty much been modern day fashion up to this day, day and age. The reason why it has never died is because the seed is pretty much planted in the spirit of the actual bloodline of the tribes. So if that it would, if this, what I'm saying is. Spiritually, <clears throat> that spirit has always been there. So it's always passed. It's always been passed down from generation to generation to generation, to the point where, like 2018, right now, you can still see brothers dressed up and like looking like gang bangers, and they, they crump dancing, but they look like they're doing African dance. 
when I saw, the first time I saw Crump Dance, I can't remember how many years ago it was, but it was several years ago when it got big over here and they made movies about it, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I, think, I think one was called Rise. Yeah. But every, when I saw the dances, that's exactly what it reminded me of. Yeah. So exactly, I, it's, it's interesting that um, it, it actually has roots to that, which is amazing to me. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't know that, but it, you can look at it and you can tell it, it's mimicking tribal dances. Yeah, that's the first time I... Um uh, ride during the area where the movie Rise came out was when the first time I was like introduced to like that type of dance. Yeah, it started fire. Then my kids, my kids started crumping. Once, once they saw one video, mm-hmm. that's all. It, that, yeah, it was over. That's all it took for them to learn that craft real quick. <laughs> all right, well, real quick, I'm gonna go back. I got some fun facts about dance I just want to share with people Some people might think they're fun, some people might not. But I thought they're fun, so I'm gonna share them on Cross Talk Radio. Uh, first archaeological go. Proof of dance comes from nine thousand year old caves and uh, a nine thousand year old cave paintings in India. That that's amazing. Nine thousand years ago, uh, one of the earliest uses of structured dance was introduced in religious ceremonies that told the stories of ancient myths and gods. Egyptian priests used this kind of uh, visual storytelling in their rituals. I knew I knew some of that. I didn't know they told these stories. I knew had a lot of uh, religious ties. Mm-hmm. Alright, ancient Egyptians used dancing for both entertainment and religion. Um, even people in wheelchairs can dance. <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping around, but I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm highlighting the ones that stood, stood out to me. But anyway, even people in wheelchairs can dance. Such dancing is very popular in Europe where there are even competitions in Latin dance with special wheelchair choreographers. Okay. So they, they have competitions in Europe, and comp- but you're in a wheelchair and you compete with people who dance in wheelchairs. And they choreograph. I wonder what that wow. looks like. It looks like you look cool. I, that actually sounds fun. Yeah, I like to check it. I like to see it. All right, lion dance. Lion dance is one of the more... You ever heard lion dance? Lion? Lion, not, yeah, not lion, lion like, dance. Like how you call yourself Lion King? Yeah. Yeah, lion. No, I haven't heard of lion okay, dance. Okay, well, I didn't either. Okay, well, fine. We're going to learn this together, Cross Talk. Okay. Uh, lion dance is one of the most popular religious and ceremonious dances in China and surrounding countries of Taiwan, Korea, and Japan. This dance can signify bringing of good fortune and ward off evil spirits and being excellent showcase of martial arts proficiency. Wow. I just love the fact that each culture has a different different origin of it. And also, um, that's deep, though. They, they use dance to ward off evil spirits over it. Yeah, I've actually seen that in movies before. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. All right, this is another thing that might be more useful to people here in this country. Dancing is very beneficial to your health. It lowers the chances for for heart and blood vessel diseases, improves your posture and weight, reduces stress and tension, improves brain function because of the constant presence of music, and can improve relationship between dance partners. I knew most of that. Okay. Because of the need to maintain strict head position while dancing, doctors often prescribe use of dance for those patients that need to develop their peripheral vision. That I didn't know. Neither did I. So doctors can actually prescribe dance to you to help your peripheral vision. That's, that's right. an interesting prescri- prescription. Oh, peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, here's another, here's another fun fact. Because I didn't know this either, and I'm actually related to dancers. Because of high physical demand on their bodies, most professional dancers retire from dancing during their mid-30s. Did you know that? Yeah, uh, I always noticed that most professional dancers always stop dancing way before they're 40. That makes sense because even J-Lo slowed down a lot. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I didn't think about it, but yeah. All right, here we go. So I'm, I, oh, I'm excited about this one right here because I like, I like the origin stuff right here. So mm-hmm. here's one. The origin of tap dancing. What do you think that comes from, Pudge? Um, I want to say something African, but I don't know. You're right. You're right. It is? Yes. I didn't know. 
I didn't know. I didn't know where no dance came from. I know. Where, well, I know where the bankhead bounce come yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know where tap dancing came from. <laughs> I knew, you know, where that kind of that stuff come from. Anyway, the origin of tap dancing, ladies and gentlemen, comes from the tribal dances of African slaves. Their arrival in North America introduced that dance to the Western audiences. So tap dancing was something Africans brought over to America, and then makes sense. Yeah, and so dancing with metal tap shoes became popular in the United States during the 1920s and 1930s. One of the most famous tap dancing performers. At that time, were the Nicholas Brothers who were instrumental into bringing that style of dance into Hollywood movies. Here's another one about African slaves. Here it is, right here. Uh, African slaves that were brought to Brazil, brought, bought. Uh, sorry, African slaves that were brought in Brazil 300 and 400 years ago were prohibited from practicing martial arts. Therefore, they developed a mix, the mix of dancing and fighting that is known today as capoeira. Yeah, I know that. You style. knew that? Yeah, I knew that style. It's not dope. I know. I didn't know that story, but I know that style. I know that style like it's a, that martial arts style. Does it look like dancing when they when they display? Yeah, it's um it's a, it's a wave. It's like it's like a wave where they they it's like a yeah. sway in the wave when they jump. I mean it's it's a whole entire martial arts yeah. style, but it's, it's really awesome. That's one thing I can say about when we do the show, man. We record this stuff. Um, uh, what's what's his name? Bushwick, uh, Bushmaster. But yeah, that's what he was doing. Bushmash is a character on uh, Luke Cage. For those who don't that's know, that's style right there. That's he, dope. I did see him waving. Yeah, yeah, that's the style that's when, he walked, when he walked Cage behind the first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. What I like about doing the show. One thing I like about doing the show, we forced to do research, so we learn. As, sometimes we learn as we're going along right, with this stuff. Right. I mean, I looked up all this stuff, but none of this stuff I knew from the beginning. But anyway, so here's one of the things I like. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I knew this, and I still like this. And I still think the movie's dope. But I will say breakdancing was first created as a less lethal form of fighting between warring African-American street gangs in the 70s, Bronx area of New York City. Dang. This was a form of dance reemerging. Actually, this form of dance reemerged into the worldwide popularity during the 90s. Did you know that? Yes, that I knew because that was the same thing going on in, in Camden. Yeah. Like, so so instead, of, instead of gang mm-hmm. fights, it was always dance battles. Yeah, that's where breakdancing came from. It was, mm-hmm. a, it was a less violent way of... of so, so you remember the movie B Street? Mm-mm. You remember the movie? I never saw the whole thing. I saw breaking. I was always in the breaking. You should, you should punch yourself. Really? You gonna tell me I should punch myself? After yes. This? Are you? Are you have that? Ne- I haven't seen it. That's so disrespectful to somebody who really pays homage to this era that you have not seen. Yes. The Roxy but- scene. Everybody has seen B Street on the Roxy scene. Okay. Well, I haven't. Where it's it's the Roxy versus B Street breakers. I mm-hmm. mean, and you know, saying and they they are. Uh, Crush Groove versus B Street Breakers, and they dancing. Yeah, but their whole battle is two gangs. Yeah, and their whole battle is a fight. They just never touch each other, but but they're dancing, but they're really fighting. Like it's it's you can tell like this is this is their way of um to, to try mm-hmm. to dissolve any kind of like yeah. you know what I'm saying issue. We're gonna do it, and there were several scenes of that throughout yeah. the movie. You know what I'm saying, uh-huh. which made it so awesome because as a kid, that's what we emulated. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So it actually was something smart because it, it helped other people instead of fighting. No, I love the whole concept out. of it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing in Breaking. I mean, it wasn't a gang, though, but they, that's how they saw they did They had crews in the, in the movie Breaking. But yeah. now nah, I haven't seen, I saw parts of it. I just never, that's one of the things that kind of passed me, but I still want to see it. It's still in my queue. All right, so anyway, so I, I like that about breakdancing. Anyway, so we got some more dances. So here's here's a little bit more. Dances from the 1920s were often talked about as wild and carefree from the shimmy to the Charleston to the Gatsby parties. Most of the styles of dance from the 1920s were performed in clubs. In the clubs, they did dance they did dance contests called marathons, which was when you dance until you can't dance anymore. Dang, that's crazy. 
There were there were records beaten all over, around the country for from hours to days to weeks. In the late 1920s, came the tango and the waltz, which still play a role in history today. From dance shows like Dance with the Stars to So You Think You Can Dance. Man, just think about that for a minute. Dancing for hours straight. I can dance for hours straight. I can't dance for days straight. No. But these folks dance for days straight. Days straight in the twenties. That's that's, amazing. Yeah, that's a lot. I want that to sink in for a minute with people, man. Because that's a a lot of dancing. (laughs) Right. And if you dance like I do, you'd have died after a a few hours. Right. Golly. All right. That's the twenties. We're gonna go to nineteen thirties. Nineteen thirties and nineteen forties were the years of jazz and swing dancing, like the Jitterbug and the Lindy Hop. We're taking some people back right now, ain't we? Jitterbug and the Lindy Hop. I heard I heard of the Jitterbug. We're taking some some of some of our more seasoned. Listeners back. I ain't gonna say old. Some somebody on the show like, oh wow, I do remember that. Anyway, 1930s, 1940s were the years of jazz and swing dancing. Like the jitterbug to the Lindy Hop, dancing remained very popular throughout the chaos that happened in the 1930s. Going out and dancing used to be many people, many people's escape through it all. Even through, even though the Germans banned dancing, it never stopped anyone, especially from the bouncy, upbeat swing dance. I didn't know they, I didn't know they banned dancing. That's out. Okay. All right, so now we in the fifties. Now we we reach some. All right, you got something? You about to go all the way? Yeah, I've I just been waiting on you. You going down your whole run line? You like I ain't got nothing? Well, you said you didn't have nothing in the beginning, so anyway. No, that's what you thought I didn't have nothing. Because you said beginning. you didn't have nothing. But go ahead, what you got? I said I didn't study for it. Plus, what a you whole got? Different. What you got, man? I got more detailed information on crumping. Come on, let's go. Crumping is a street dance popularized in the United States, characterized by free, expressive, exaggerated, and highly energetic movement. Mm-hmm. The youth who started Crump saw the dance as a way f- for them to escape gang life and, a- and to release anger, aggression, and frustration positively in a nonviolent way. Yeah. And when you see the, when you see the, the videos, they express that. So They do. The, uh, the root word Crump came from the lyrics of California's Mean Streets. It is spelled K-R-U-M-P, which is, and I didn't know this, which is for Kingdom Radical Uplifted Mighty Praise. I didn't know that at all. I didn't. That is dope to me. That, that's that You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's what it, Kingdom Radically Uplifted Mighty Praise. Presenting Crump as a faith-based art form, Crump was created by two dancers, Caesar tight eyes, which that's how I found it. I, I he was the one of the first pro person I saw. He actually wind up being on uh what's one of my favorite movies that they uh crump, not Stump the Yard. He was on Stump the Yard in the beginning when he was battling uh Chris Brown. Okay. He him tight eyes. He's the one and 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 he is phenomenal. And uh and Joe Artist Big Moji, uh Ratty in South Central Los Angeles during the early two thousands. Clowning is the least is the less aggressive uh, predecessor to Crump, as was created in 1992 by Thomas Tommy the Clown. Like so, there's been times where clowning and crumping they they somewhat look similar, mm-hmm. but they they kind of like you know they they always mm-hmm. battle each other in California. That's always been a thing That's where clowning bad, clowning and crumping yeah, you know, and then to the point where it was in like major college like major stages. You know what I'm saying? Where like mm-hmm. just by everybody on that side is coming to see because that dance is known. Out yeah. There. So it's I like so. I like that though. I didn't know I didn't know it had any any faith based. I thought I knew it had African ties, but I didn't know it had any faith yeah. based. That's dope to me. And the dude clown that he created in 1992 by Tommy's Tommy he Tommy the Clown Johnson in Compton, California in the 1990s. Johnson and his dancers, the hip hop clowns, 
will paint their faces and perform clowning for children at birthday parties or for the general public at other functions as as a form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. In contrast, Crump focuses on highly energetic battles and dramatic movements, which Tommy describes as intense, fast-paced, and sharp. CBS News has compared the intensity within Crump to what rockers experience in a mosh pit. If movement were words, Crump would be a poetry slam. Crump was not directly created by Tommy the Clown. However, Crump did grow out of clowning. Uh, Caesar Willis and Joe Artist Roddy were, uh, Roddy were both originally clown dancers for the, the Johnsons. But let me let me go to this. This is the part that I forgot, didn't know. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle's documentary, Rise. I, I didn't know he did that. I didn't either. If I did, I forgot. I never knew that. I knew the Dave documentary. Sh- like Dave Chappelle's documentary, Rise, explores the clowning and crumping subculture in Los Angeles. He says the, he says of the movement, what Nirvana was to rock and roll in the early 90s is what these kids are to hip-hop. It is alternative to the bling-bling tie, tie-in with a designer corporate hip-hop thing. Le Chappelle was first introduced to Crump when he was directing Christy Aguilera's music video, uh, Dirty, after after deciding to make a documentary about the dance. He started by making a short film titled Crumped. Hmm. So he screened this short uh, at 2004 Aspen Short Fest and used a positive reaction from the film to gain more funding for a longer version. In 2005, this, this longer version was released as Rise, and a, and a screen at um, Sundance Films Festivals, so that movie was 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 truly truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted I wanted uh, there was one more part and it was the, the style, the style of the dances. There are four primary moves in Crump: jabs, arm swings, chest pops, and stumps. Now that sounds like getting out some frustration. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it looks like getting out some frustration. I've seen, I've seen. Crump yeah, before. and you can't tell me you you going you you have no choice but to be fit after doing that yeah. all the time. Crump is rarely choreographed. It is almost entirely freestyle, uh, and is danced most frequently in battles or sessions rather than on stage. Crump is definitely differently stylistically from other hip-hop dance styles such as breakdancing and turfing. You know what turfing is? No, do you? We're going to learn today, ain't we? Turfing is a form of American street dance that originated in Oakland, California by youth from West Oakland and organized by dancer Jarrell Bay and named the organization The Architects. Bay is the author of the acronym for taking up room on the floor their style was originally known by their terms I mean, I was just, but I don't know what that is it's not David Chappelle oh it's not David Chappelle it's David Lush Chappelle yeah it's not the same it's not David uh, Chappelle we got, we got excited but either way yeah it's Dave Lush, Lush Chappelle yeah I'm glad he caught that I don't feel so bad about not knowing now. Yeah, I mean, Dave Chappelle, the movie I didn't know right. about. Right, and I was like, man, if I did, I don't remember that, but I'm just glad you caught it. I don't want to be getting out no misinformation. Yeah. All right. So did you find, what did you, you find um, turfing? Well, I just explained what it was. He was, you was, he was, yeah, he was trying that out. I, okay. I just explained to them what turfing was. I just read the definition of it. You read the game, man? Because I know it started, I know you, I heard the part in Oakland. I want to hear a little bit more. Turfing is, oh, uh, no, go back. For other people who are looking at their phone during <laughs> during the session now, I don't hear it. I lost it. 
All right, we'll, you'll come back to it. All right, so I was in, I was in the fifties, and we was getting ready to talk about the um how dance or the dance or uh how it evolved in the 50s. We're gonna get to the eighties in a minute, but anyway, so nineteen fifties was was most was was the most popular year of growth and rebellion. Major dances from the nineteen fifties, like the like the Bop, the Twist, and other dances made popular from this rock and roll era, influenced movies like Grease and Hairspray. Mm-hmm. From their poodle skirts, socks, and white tennis shoes, this was the era of the pink ladies and dirty dancing, especially with Elvis rocking pelvis and the dirty dancing has seed has never has been planted. And then you get to the 60s. The majority of these dances in the 60s didn't include a dance partner. They had dances like the mashed potato, the fly, the monkey, the funky chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 400 new dances were introduced in the... Ni- dang, 400 new dances were introduced in the 1960s. Artists like Nat King Cole... The Beatles had a, and, and the Beatles had a huge impact in this era for dance. Some films based off this era were Cats and The West Side Story. 1970s. Getting close, getting close, getting close, getting close. One of the favorite eras of the 1970s. Now, I know we're hitting, I know we're hitting our parents now. Oh, 1970s. Yeah. The colorful, bright, soulful disco era. From dances like The Hustle to the YMCA and the oh, Soul yeah. Train Lines. We still do Soul Train Lines, yeah, everybody though. still do Soul Train Lines. This upbeat era kept everyone on their toes, or should I say their platform shoes. Disco was also expressed very sexually on the dance floor with from songs like Macho Man to Love Machine and Foxy Lady. A lot of people would express themselves best dancing with their significant other to disco music. Movies like Saturday Night Fever starring John Travolta were based on this era. Alright, here's the 80s. Here we go. We talked about this earlier. Breakdancing being one of the biggest crazes, biggest crazes of the 80s, street dance was born in this era. Even though breakdancing was such a big thing, it was also the year of punk and heavy metal, such as moshing, jumping around at the sounds of loud, heavy mu- music, introducing the mosh pit. A famous dance film in the 1980s was Dirty Dancing, which featured a style of dance called Lombada. Lombada, mm-hmm. a dance very long stand- with long-standing Brazilian roots, was a very sensual dance, even though it was very fast-paced. And breakdancing, we talked about movies earlier that took place in breakdancing. They didn't even talk about, they didn't even talk about uh, break. They're gonna talk, start off with breakdancing. Don't even talk about the movies that feature breakdancing. For, for, so for us, breakdancing movies were, according to Pudge, Beat Street. According to me, Breaking One. I ain't gonna even put no, Breaking they, Two they, in there. No, all, I, know, I know they go. Yeah, they, uh, they all, they all movies. Is I mean, they all a part of you mm-hmm. know saying dance. Is to me, um, Beat Street was just so much better. Because it was grittier. Nah, not grittier. Just, just, just the fact that it just had more dancing. It had more. It, it was, it was. Uh, Focus more on the dancing. It had more people dancing. One, yeah. it wasn't just based on just those that one character or them two characters. Mm-hmm. Like it was based on like more than one story going on, but it, everything was based around dance. Like they, there's even a part where there's ballet dancing to African music. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. and um like a DJ. So, so it's yeah. it's, it's showing you how this genre of music back then because you know hip hop was they were trying to shut hip hop down when it first came out yeah of course so, so they were trying to show how it can expand past just like hood like what, what mm-hmm. white folks condemned it as like ghetto music yeah I got you so it had, it had, it had much more and like I said if you was a if you was a, a somebody who truly loved breakdancing and, ba- and breakdance battles that was the movie of all movies yeah you know I got you that out. was like Star Wars back then yeah I heard a lot but I just never got around to seeing it Alright, so here we go. 1990s, the era of hip-hop and line dancing was influenced dance culture tremendously to this day. The 1990s had dances from the Tootsie Roll. Yes! 
Running oh Man, the Macarena, and that are still very popular and dance dances and dances that kids do today. The nineties brought major artists like MC Hammer, Vanilla Ice, and Blackstreet that still bless bless our eardrums today. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. While we're in the nineties, let's talk about the nineties for a minute. Tootsie Roll to this day, I told my matter of fact, I listened to Tootsie Roll the other day in the car. And I told my kids <laughs> if they ever play that anywhere I'm at, I will get on the dance. That would get, that's one song that would give me. I mean, it don't take much to get me on the dance floor, but that's when that would definitely get me on the dance floor. Uh, I was telling my kids like I was at a festival volunteering with the company, with the job I worked for to represent um, a company when we were there, and uh, you know how you got to man the little booth, yeah, and and they had a concert, they had a DJ going off in the background. I said, uh-huh. to the, I said. If they play Tootsie Roll, I'm leaving my post. I will be up there. They would have me in my work uniform. I would have killed Yeah, man, come on. That is one song that would get me on the dance floor in a heartbeat. Oh, man. Anyway, I just, that just made me think about it. Tootsie Roll. They put Tootsie Roll in there, and they're going to put Tootsie Roll on there, but they're not going to mention the Bankhead Bounce. Okay. Bankhead Bounce. You remember Bankhead Bounce? You was hearing Bankhead Bounce here. What about the Yeet, man? I just talked my kids on, man. about that. Sorry, but... back. Come on. I mean, man, you trying to just go on this whole down the year. I want to, I'm going to interject every you now interject, and then. But you're cutting me off. I got to do the big hit bounce first. We get back to the Yeet. I want to get to the Yeet. You asked me a question and I asked you back. Did you know about the Yeet? Because I, <laughs> I don't know, bro. You might not know about the Yeet. I, I was do. here too when you was here. Okay. You got just here a little bit before me, but I was, we both were still here <laughs> when the Big Head Bounce hit, when the Yeet hit, okay. when the Ragtop hit, when okay. all that stuff hit. All right. Anyway. <laughs> just check it. Yeah. I remember the Yeet. But it was two versions of it, though. It was an it older was. version and a new, new version. New version, right. Yep. I don't remember the, I don't even remember the new version. But anyway. Oh, no. So, Bakehead, if you was here, if you was in Atlanta, Georgia, in the early 1990s, like Pudge and I were, Bakehead Bounce was a dance, and every song on the radio was some version of the Bakehead Bounce. You had Eight Town Plays, you had Kilo talk about the Bakehead Bounce. Yeah, right. it was like it was like five songs. Bakehead Bounce, Bakehead Bounce. So that was a new dance. And then back then, we didn't really have internet like they do now. So I'm from Connecticut, but people was hearing in Connecticut about the Bakehead Bounce, and when they talked about it, it was so funny. Cause it's like, yo, man, I heard y'all got dance down there. We all dance with y'all shoulders. And it's like, <laughs> when they say that, yo, it's true. But it's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> y'all dance with y'all shoulders. <laughs> the bankhead bounce was everything. It man. was. I mean, it basketball was. players was even doing it. Yeah. People doing it on a football field and whatnot. Like, I remember. Yeah, it became real, real huge. It did. It. Did. I remember. I remember. Um, golly. Lil' Kim mentioned it in one of her songs. I thought that was the coolest thing. Because back then, the North and South was Wasn't really of, beefing because of the Pac and Biggie yeah, thing. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't beefing. It was just that it was a separation of music down in Atlanta. Sounded different from New York music back then. Because it was no, it wasn't. That's because it was supposed to. Of course it was. I agree. So to hear them talking about the Bankhead bouncing a New York song was dope. That's true. Like, wow, it's huge. That's true. Back then, Atlanta wasn't on the map like it was yeah. as far as hip hop. Though that was like that was like that was like when when everybody heard Too Short bring up Freaknik. Mm-hmm. Like when he brought up Freaknik, he just I don't think he realized and then you know how how much it was going attention was going to bring to Atlanta after yeah. him saying that. I heard I heard Lil Kim bring that up too. Yeah, but it's like back then rap was wherever area you was in, you can tell us from that area. New York raps on New York rap, Atlanta rap sound like wow. a New- Atlanta rap. Texas rap, Texas rap, you know, wherever you were, that's right. what it sounded like. It didn't sound like it was today where everything sounded the same. Right. But, yo, so I missed that era. But anyway, of course, MC Hammer came, you know, you know what? Go ahead with the Yeet. Talk about the Yeet. Oh, no. I want to talk about something else. I just asked you, you know, I said, did you know about the Yeet? Yeah, I remember I you. mean, I don't even know that's if I can find that. It's all like, Yeet! 
Yeet. I was just in the car with my kids Sunday asking them about the Yeet. They did something. Now, I actually know about the Yeet. They went like this. They was like, yeah. I was like, that's a move? Like, y'all do that? I'm like, no. I turned the whole radio. I was like, ATL moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to explain to them what that was. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? But it's you can't even, I don't even know how to explain that. That's something that you have to see. What I do want you to. Find it. You, might not, you might be able to find it like a, on an old Atlanta I don't know. I don't know where you would find it at. Right. So, so Chicago stepping. All right. Let's talk about it. And the reason why I said Chicago stepping is because just this past Friday, I went Chicago stepping. Like, I went to a class to learn how to Chicago step. It was very interesting. Man, it was energetic than the mug. And really? Yes. It was really cool. Like, once you get one move, you yeah. feel good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's some work. It's some work, but yeah. it was really, really good. You know, because I'm like, that's kind of like what I want my exercise to start being. Me dancing. That's what's up. You know, me dancing. That's going to naturally shake weight, shape weight, uh, you know, shape muscle. So, Chicago-style stepping, affectionately known as stepping, mm-hmm. like most social dances, evolved from bop. In the 1970s, in 1973, Sam Chapman was the first to coin the term Chicago step. And has been widely cre- credited with 90, marketing. You said 73. I'm sorry, Pudge. You said 73? Yeah, 1973. Dang, I didn't know it was that long. I, I started hearing about it like early 2000s. I didn't know it. I heard, I heard about it in the 90s. Okay. Um, but but well, ahead, I, yeah. I didn't know it was like uh, something from like back in the day. Yeah. Um, in 1973, Sam Chapman was the first to coin the term Chicago Step as, and has been widely credited with marketing Steppin's uh, evolution transition from bop. The swing dance known as Steppin' is a part of the Western swing family. The parent dance Chicago Bop may have been more Eastern swing, but Steppin' has characteristics more similar to Western, especially its usage of a lane or a slot. The term Bop was used to describe the dance from formed by Chicagoans until the early 1970s. Prior to that, Bop was a universally known term with its origin beginning somewhere between 1945 and 1950 to express music and dance. The dance known as Chicago Step Stepping evolved from bop and is more likely uh, uh, a, der- a, a derivative? Der- derivative derivative of jitterbug. <clears throat> okay. And you, you said jitterbug. Yeah, that was one yeah, of the yeah, dances yeah, you brought yeah, up. Yeah. What year was jitterbug? I want to say the forties or fifties. Let me let me let me dope it back. So it says so so and, and it's I sound Bop is more likely a uh derivative of jitterbug. So what did what did it say what did it say jitterbug was? The jitterbug I, that was uh actually hold on. Hold on. The jitterbug is oh, I'm trying to find it. I think it was in the uh let's see the I think it's in the fifties. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I thought you said I was thinking of four. Did you go to? Did you get to the four? I did go to the four, but it's not. I don't see it here. Hold on, it might be a little bit earlier. Keep talking. I'll, I'll find it. Okay. Wanna, uh, uh, no published syllabus syllabuses exist for the dance. Chicago style stepping gained a real foothold when the local radio station WVAZ uh, began playing Mr. Fix It and Love's Gonna Last, two uh, obscure songs recorded by. Jeffrey Perry from his MCA's 1979 Jeffrey album, Mr. Fix-It, was the modest hit reaching top 30 on Billboard R&B single charts, Love's Going to Last, an album cut 
became so popular in Chicago, many steppers dubbed it, dubbed the original steppers national anthem. Wow, okay. So do you, do you Yeah, I got uh, the jitterbug uh, between the 30s and 40s, 1930s and 40s. Wow. And then Bob came out like 10 years later, the next decade, in the, in the uh, 50s. Okay. Wow, man, okay. this is dope. Yeah. All right. So you, you got any things I want to ask some other questions? No, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so... We came up, Pudge and I came up in the area, and a lot of our listeners come up in the same area we came up in when we had the Running Man, we had the Roger Rabbit, we had the Cabbage Patch. You remember those? Mm hmm. Then I guess we had, I don't even know when Electric Slide Stop, but I know we, we was popping back then. Electric was way before us. But we were still doing it like it was new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way before So, anyway, us. so out of all those dances, could you do them all? Could I do them all? Yeah. The Running Man, Cabbage Patch, uh, Roger Rabbit. Well, I don't remember the Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit was, I can't, I'm not going to do it now. I mean, I'm sitting at the podcast table. Okay, well, could you do the, you know, the Cabbage Patch? Running Man, definitely. Cabbage Patch, definitely. Then you're going to have me, then you're going to have me YouTube it. YouTube it. Which one, which one? Are you Roger, Roger Rabbit. I could do all of them. I didn't like the Roger Rabbit. I thought the Cabbage Patch became cliche because they started doing it in everything, everything, TV. It was like, okay. But the Running Man was my favorite. That was my go-to. I can kill. I can, I, I can still yeah, kill the Running Man. Yeah, I can kill the Running Man, too. I still kill it. But anyway. <laughs> he still, still kill, yeah, kill I still kill the Running Man. <laughs> but yeah, that was this we did. And that's back when I was a kid. My, my mom mm. would never pay me to dance. Come on, baby. Get in this for your grandma. No. Oh, no. no. Dude, the Roger Rabbit. You, you going to do it? Oh, bruh, I used to murder the Roger no Rabbit. I heard it. You know what? I just saw what I just saw a little piece of what the chick is doing. I'm yeah. like, you know, what's so funny. They did the Roger Rabbit. AC Slater on Say by Bell did the Roger Rabbit in one of his dance routines. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't need to hear you. I just wanted. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a Roger Rabbit. But no, oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like doing it because a, I felt like you looked like a fool. Yeah, After I thought while, so too. I thought you look kind of now. Now I would do it jokingly to yeah. when I'm clowning, but mm -hmm. no, this is I wasn't. A, it was the one where you do the defeat, the, the go in, out, and that's something else. Though. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't do the mm -hmm. Roger Rabbit. No, nah, I didn't like the Roger Rabbit. I, I can do. I didn't like. I can do the cash pass, but my favorite one was the running. Hey, you remember the Fila? Oh my gosh. Tell me how it go. Oh my gosh! We didn't have the feli. If we did, we didn't. We didn't call it the feli. Um, the feli dance. Uh, Steady B. Called the feel. Doom 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 doom. It was like 1984. It was a dance called the feli. That beat right there is a Pee Wee Herman dance, though. Yeah, no, Pee Wee Herman got it from, like. Yeah, Steady I'm saying B. they made a song called the Pee Wee Herman. It's, yeah, but what I'm saying yeah. like the 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 whole how to how to do the feli hip hop dance. Yeah, I want to see that one, but uh, I I never heard of that. Flavor Flav would be the one to show you how to do it. Of course, <laughs> of course. He doing it too, y'all. <laughs> That's it right there. Yeah, no, go back to the beginning. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go back to the beginning. Yeah, you yeah. got. Look at Flavor Flav. Yeah, you Yo, got, that's yeah. why we need to have this on video, man. They can't see what we see. We do, but but that's the feet, the feline. You know what I'm saying? Never like seen. the feline right there. I never seen that. Yeah, where well, that joint's from the '80s, man. That's funny. I never. <laughs> yeah, seen and that. it's and it's the circle thing, like that going around the circle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, we gotta bring it yeah. back around. Oh, bring my, it back bad, my bad, my Sorry, bad. Sorry, everybody. We got a little sidetracked there, but anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. If you don't know the feline, is, look it up. And Flavor Flav is killing it, apparently. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, so then you move into the 90s, and everybody does a kid and play kickstep. I still do it. Everybody uh, yeah. does it. You, who, you, who, that's, that's, 
Me and you did it at the sanctuary we did one it. time. Me and my sister did it. Right. If you black and you're at any kind of party after a while, you <laughs> if will you're black. seriously. If you if, or if you're around black people and you go to a party with black people, you will see someone do the kid and play. Was a reception, a reunion, that somewhere slide. that happened. Let's just slide. Those yeah. are the main ones mm-hmm. you're gonna get. Especially if it's older people there. That, yeah. that's, you're definitely going to get that lecture slide no matter where you're Yeah, my mom that. loves it. I still, that's when that'll get me on the floor, too. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I forgot about the night. I didn't get the 2000s. What if this is in the 2000s, Fudge? 2000. Shit, man. I don't know. Yeah, after you get out of high school, you just, you just start doing two steps. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, uh, I hate I've to been, say that, I've but you're right. That's kind of true. I've been home. But Pop and Lockin never showed up on here. Why didn't Pop and Lockin? Pop and drop it. Uh, I'm talking about, you know, popping, like, you know, all that. But oh. it never showed up on, it didn't show up on none of these. Oh, uh, 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 come on, man. I can't believe it didn't show up. No, I'm lean, talking about. Lean and rock with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Here it is. In the 2000s, artists like Britney Spears, NSYNC, Beyonce, and Sierra swept the nation with their hit singles and rock and dance moves. Thinking back to the early 2000s, the signature th- dances that come to mind were throwbacks like Crank That Soldier Boy, The Lean With It, Rock With It, Teach Me How to Dougie, and Shuffling. Dance will always have a major impact on history and the future. For the 1920s to the 2000s, music will forever be a way people can express themselves from many different cultures. But the thing I is, though, man, you give the A day credit, yo. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Soldier Boy created that. That hit hard in Atlanta, definitely. I mean, everything though. Um, the things they got now, cause I don't do none of them. Nah, man, I I, I don't. Personally, know. I you know like I can admit that some dances that we did look dances that was popular when I was younger looked stupid. Some of them did. You know, I love the Bankhead Bounce. But I can imagine to some people it did look stupid, but yeah. to us it was the coolest thing ever. So <laughs> you couldn't tell us nothing. No, but the funniest thing though is when I did my old school party at the house, and all the people that was my age uh-huh. started doing the bankhead bounce, and all the kids that wasn't our age that are still there, like, "What's going on with our parents? What's happening? What's happening? Do you remember that part? Like, yo, what's happening? Yes, like when we was all having seizures and stuff. Yeah, like what's going on? <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a joke. Oh, shoot. And we all started doing big and fouls and the kids like, Man, what's, oh my what's wrong with mom? Man, what's wrong with your dad? What's wrong with my dad? Like, everybody's like, like what? what's happening? You know, was it's of, just like, it's like when that one song come on yo, in the club. Like you said, if you know security, that song come yeah, on, man, you're going to be on the dance floor. Well, come on, I'm losing something. I'm losing my, I'm, yo. <laughs> that is I'm crazy. My, I'm going, I am going in all the way, all the way. I never knew the Tootsie Roll would, would, would take you that far. Yeah, I love the Tootsie Roll, man. <laughs> I could kill the heck out of you. That anyway, is hilarious. Anyway, so the dances that they have now, I can't even think of what they call them. I should have one, one of my kids on this one. They got the, what's the, what's the dances called? What's man, the one they do? Don't they, get me, man. I, I don't, you, you, I don't pay attention to the youth to, than I am, though. But I don't pay attention to all they the got dances. The, they, they call, it's called the Shoop Dance. Uh, everybody's doing that now, the Shoop. They call it, what's the one they... Oh, the uh, Millie Rock? Yeah, the Millie Rock. Millie Rock, okay, I think, yeah. I actually think the Millie yeah, Rock. Millie Rock, I like that. I like the Millie Rock. I haven't tried it yet. I like the Millie Rock. Shoot, I, I play with it. When, yeah. I, when I do, my kids be like, Dad, no, stop, no. And that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I've been trying. I've like, I've been, I've been holding on. Like, you know what? I'm too old for to be doing that. That's not y'all little kids. I ain't doing that crap. I don't care. And, but I actually like the Millie Rock. Right. And I've been practicing the shoot dance. I, I've been practicing the shoot dance. And I'm gonna do it one day in front of people. I don't care. If, if I if I feel a move, I'm a yeah. groove. That first shoot dance looks stupid to me. Like, I'm not doing that stupid crap. Now I'm not doing that. There was some weak. I actually we, like it though. I'm gonna do it now. I mean, we had some stupid dances. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but but I'm like, I didn't do the stupid dances back then that we had. I didn't think. But see, I didn't think. Well, I don't know. That, I, I think I'm telling the fact. You probably are, but but they didn't look stupid to you. It did. But to me, the dance coming out now looks stupid. But the Millie Rock looks cool. I like. I actually like the shoot dance. Everybody's doing it. I, but I will admit the bankhead bounce did look stupid. 
thinking back, I thought it was cool. I still think it's cool. I mean, when you think, yeah, because because I'm like, you man, are literally like, dancing with your shoulders. Yeah, you, we, we are, and and all you doing, you going back and forth with it. But the funny part will be how not even funny. The interesting part will be how where I grew up at Southwest Atlanta, you would have cats battling each other, but they would legit be telling the whole story. What just they upper body? Yeah, nah, you know, what saying like, I mean, now, now I have seen some cats do the bankhead bounce, but they, they, they do move their lower half. Yeah, I've seen it too. But I'm saying when it first first came out, oh, it, it was, was all just, show it was, the it was motion. All show. Then all it show kind the of popped. Then it got fast, and people started doing little cool moves with it. Was, mm-hmm. It was dope. It's like you kind of tied in the popping lock and bankhead bouncing. Yeah. Man, that's when I I was yeah, you can't, could knock it, could I knock was it, killing it. I was killed it. But to hear someone say. Y'all dance with y'all shoulders down there. It's hilarious because that's exactly what we was doing. Yeah, like, dad, it, like when you say it like that, it's like, dad. It sounds I, so I, I, stupid. I don't know how to feel about the dance. It now. sounds stupid. <laughs> I felt I never felt stupid, but it's, it's just, I just felt <laughs> I, I, I never felt stupid. But when he when a friend asked me, I couldn't help it loud. Like it's not, it's not. I know it sounds stupid, right? But I promise you, I know what it, 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 like. looks, it looks it looks cooler than someone right, just dancing right, with shoulders. Right, the first of all, how you dance right. with your shoulders? Like right. like you know. Anyway, so big head bounce. Twitch was my favorite two dances of all time. Those two, I can kill. I can kill the heck out of Tootsie Roll. Oh my gosh, I, um, I never knew how to do. The, I never tried to learn how to do the Tootsie Roll. Um, of course, electric slide. You have. To, I think when you when you're born in the hospital, they they, they send you right to electric slide lesson. <laughs> if you're black in America, as soon as you're born in the hospital, they, they send you right on. They, before preschool, they send you to electric slide lessons. Oh my goodness! So the cha cha slide, the shuffle. I mean, the keeper shuffle. Um, the wobble, all those dances. I never really got into them. I can do some of them, but I, re- I never really got into them. I'm, I probably yeah. need to start doing that because I get, I get. Because after a while, I get left out with the line dances because the only one I know how to do is electric slide, and plus yeah, they don't play that and now. And I, yeah, and that's all. I, that's only what I know how to do too. And the biker shuffle, they be killing the biker shuffle, but I, 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 I man, like after and so the, the place I went to after you after they you know you spend about two hours of teaching you. And mm-hmm. after that, they turn the lights down, crank the music up, and you yeah. just dance and have fun. Yeah. So um. But I learned that there are so many other normal, regular, like, Chicago or just, like, line dances yeah. that a lot of people know. Like, so all these people that were rehearsing, trying mm-hmm. to learn these new moves with me mm-hmm. were the same people that was doing these all these other dances every time music came on. Oh, wow. So I'm like, dang, like, and I'm looking at the moves, and I'm like, dang, they pretty standard and easy. Like, so I'm like, I think I want to do this every week now. You know That's what I'm saying? Fun, <laughs> to, to, like, you know... Get a hope, get a swing of it, because I'm like, I'm seeing people in there, man. My grandfather, grandfather and mother and them age uh, in there getting to it. Yeah, and I know it's a great form of a of a workout. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Parks. What made you decide to start taking step step uh, dancing classes? Health. Just health. Health, energy, health, okay. energy, and I like and dancing is something that I've legit always loved to do. When yeah. breakdancing was out, oh, yeah. you could not you couldn't keep me outside trying to battle somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I that's something I love to do. I, I just stopped. So I'm like, yeah. why in the world do I have to like, you know what I'm saying, like like stop doing something that I actually can try to find a way to do something that I actually love to do. That's what I'm talking about. Dancing is that. And I'm like, I've never learned how to... Chicago Chicago stepping is just like... It just seems like the smoothest, the smoothest cat daddy on the block could just (laughs) come out with the raggediest clothes on. But the way he moving... He go home with somebody. He go go home with somebody. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? People just got to show him attention just because of how smooth he moving. So wow. I'm like, you know, and it's, it just it just seems like, I mean, and then 
what I feel like I think you you might have said something about the it's, it's helpful to your mind. It's yeah. helpful to your brain to you have to learn certain ways to move certain things, and then you know what I'm saying. So yeah. you exercising and your mental state and your physical state at the same time. No, I love dancing, so I get the benefits of it. Yeah. I get the benefits of something I actually want to do, and I'm going to share this online because no, not too many people know this about me. Mm-hmm. Something I always want to do. I don't know why I want to do this, but I always want to take ballroom the ballroom dancing lessons, and I know why. Mm-hmm. I think I know. I said I don't know why. I think the reason why because I always I see it in movies. It's always in the movies when it's this dude who comes out and the girl comes out and they just shut down the whole floor and everybody's watching them like that's just oh, amazing. And it's every, every, tomorrow, yeah. oh, everybody's on everything's on them. Yeah, it's like damn, that looks so cool. And, and I found out while I was watching was ballroom dance. I always want to take a ballroom dance because I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. There's actually my bucket list, but I'm hearing you talk about your step and they make me want to go ahead and sign up. But I gotta wait till my schedule allows, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna do because I, I want to be. I don't want to be that. I mean, when I'm at a like, when I'm somewhere with my lady, I want to be that couple that just shut it down. Like, oh, here they come, right. and they just and we just step out and dance. We do a move. We don't have to ask them to move. When we get out there, we do we do like one little cool spin or something. They just back off. They form that circle. And they just start watching. Right. And then when you're done dancing, right. they clap. I've had that happen for me by myself. I've never done it with a partner. Okay. Never done okay. with a partner. I didn't borrow Netflix. I'm saying I've, I've actually shut it down before. You right, know, right, the, right, right. Billy Jean came. Right. On. I'm gonna get yeah, one tell a story. So Billy Jean came on one time. <laughs> he and, said, "Man, tell a whole story." Yeah, man. This was <laughs> in 1997. Oh my god. Nah, but uh, he saw his white grin. I know, right? I was at the Christmas party. I worked back then. My company used to have Christmas parties. And that's when everybody got drunk. You know. But anyway. Michael Jackson came on and I killed Billy Jean to the point where everybody still gave me a standing ovation. I actually I was just doing it by myself. And I never, for it was, real? For me enjoying myself to me performing. So when I realized I had an audience, oh, I was going all the way in. <laughs> I was about to sit down. Did you, did you turn it on? Did you turn on extra man? Oh, I did. did I, I was about to sit down. I was about looking. Still on. Let me hit the spin right here. Let me hit another moonwalk real quick. Let me hit it. I went to work like the next week and they was called me Dancing Machine. They called me Dancing Machine up until like oh 2006 because of that one time. <laughs> but I killed it, man. They said, it's, I heard oh you to the, the court court. He's like, I heard you tore the floor about the Christmas party. They had to put new floor in after you left. Like, yeah, sure did, bro. They sure did. But yeah, I had a great time, man. But yeah, I killed it. That was that was a dope one for me. Oh and uh, they good. stood up and they clapped. It's Stephanie, you the man. <laughs> I had people ask me, did I rehearse that? I'm like, no, this is what I, I actually didn't. I don't rehearse no, that. this is what I do. This, this is, is what I do. I, do. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> I know it's not an air But this is what I didn't rehearse. Did not. But anyway, I can still kill y'all. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Do not <laughs> See, get it twisted. Arrogance didn't go anywhere. No, 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 no. It's confidence, but it's confidence. <laughs> hey, shut up. You invite me to your party because you know how the party started. Now, shut up. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. That's true. I will admit that. Just, I didn't know that's why you invited me, but either way. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Said, ain't nobody gonna be on this dance floor. Stephanie is. Stephanie, <laughs> gonna get started. This whole party started. Man, once once I'm in my zone, it don't matter. Cause I remember at that time at the Christmas party, I always say it takes so many songs to get me on the floor. But once I'm on the floor, I'm there no matter what they play. So, <laughs> that is so dude, true. seriously, I remember being at the Christmas party. Cause my couple, the company I worked for, they got played for different people. They had older people, they had white people, they had black people. So they played country music. They played uh-huh. the song Footloose, dude. They played Footloose. I had to dance. I was somebody dancing to the Footloose. They played country music. I was killing the car. I was, yeah, I was so in my zone. It didn't matter what. It did not matter. I was, I was really killing it. It was like I wasn't looking like a fish. I was whatever dance they do. I was, I was in the oh zone. My goodness. I was just so happy to be out there on the dance floor. Once you get me on the dance floor, you are not getting me off until the party's over. I'm promise you. You get me on the dance floor unless you start playing something I don't like. Other than that, I will be on the dance floor. You can play Tootsie Rolls five times in a row. I will be on the dance oh, floor. Oh, five times? Yes. I'll be dying up there, but I'll be up there. 
and, I, and, I, and those who know me for real know that when, when, I, when I'm partying, I have to have an extra shirt. You, oh, you yeah, know that. Yeah, you, sweat. <laughs> you sweat like it ain't no tomorrow, man. Shoot, I had that. Man. My shirt be drenched. It, it's serious. He still party like it's 1999. Literally. Like, 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 literally. like literally. For I real. will come to your wedding reception. I will turn. I will break dance in my tux right. at your wedding reception. Would half. In half. I will, I will do it. Invite me to your... I'm ready. I need a party. That's what I think that's what I'm <laughs> Somebody invite me to their dance party. I, I, oh I need to, I need to go somewhere and dance right oh. now. Put the Tootsie Roll on and call me if I'll be over there. Right. <laughs> anyway, plus you, can, <laughs> you got anything, man, for oh, the dance time. I think we covered the origin. We covered our favorite dances. We covered all kinds of stuff, man. This was no, a great, great topic. So... All right, y'all. Y'all know how we do our cross talk. We do light topics. We do heavy topics. Y'all done had a couple of light topics, so y'all got to get ready. We got some heavy topics coming up. When I say heavy, I mean just serious. Ain't nothing really heavy, heavy, in my opinion. But Not, then again, we, yeah, we got some not, deep topics. Yeah. For those who think, Yo, y'all going light. We ain't getting... Look, we got you. We have a variety show, so we, we do what we, we need. We know the people need to hear. Everybody don't need to hear seriousness all the time, so that's why we can get on here and clown. But sometimes you just can't get on and clown. Yeah, and after true. a couple of times we did, plus we needed the clown. We did. Like the one you did... But your son, man, we should. We need to go to get drinks after that one. Yep. <laughs> yo, so I'm, I'm just being real. Right. Like, yo, that was a heavy right, show. Right, I had right. listeners talking about how heavy the show was for them and how it just hit them like it was their own kid, you know? So yeah. that show really connected with the audience. So if y'all haven't listened to that show, that one's called Free Variety Brown. And, and it's still a good show. It's still a good show because we still need to help on that area. Right. Uh, anyway. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up if you ain't got nothing punch. No, nah, I'm good. All right, cool. So anyway, real quick, if y'all want anything to be different about Crosstalk, like I said, where you listen to our artists because y'all are the Crosstalkers for real, hit us up at CrosstalkPodcast at gmail.com, Crosstalk with a K. Hit us up at uh, Crosstalk with a K on Facebook. You can check us out on Crosstalk.Buzzsprout.com, Crosstalk on iTunes, Crosstalk on TuneIn. So it's absolutely no excuse for you not to be listening to us. You can see us on a, on a no desktop, we're on a podcast channel. And if you subscribe to us, you get a notification every time you drop, we drop an episode. So anyway, if you have anything you want to discuss with the show, any prayer requests, anything we can do, I can do, Push can do, you hit us up, Crosstalk.Gmail.com. Right, Push? That's right. All right, so... Again, y'all, I'm telling y'all what we got coming up because I'm excited about what we got coming up. I can't tell you when it's going to happen. You're going to have to listen to find out when we do what we're doing. So we are going to the restaurants. We're going to sit in there, and we're going to, y'all going to hear our whole experience at the restaurant. The and we're entire experience. Live it's going to be dope. It's going to be our first live remote with Crosstalk Radio. We're going to be at the restaurants. Y'all can hear what we're talking about. Y'all can hear what's going on in restaurants. We're going to tell y'all where restaurants to go to in Atlanta because this all stemmed from that one episode we did called Places to Go in Atlanta. So if you're in Atlanta, you're going to know where Crosstalk Radio, Steph, or Swig and Pudge recommends for you to go. And, we can know, and you're going to know from firsthand because you're going to hear the service. You're going to hear everything. Matter of fact, we're going we're gonna to interview the waiter. Right. We're going to be ready to eat, too. We're going to be ready to eat. And we're going to talk about it. You're gonna, we're going to have a great time. Y'all going to go out with us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all will be out there with us. So anyway, so those are things you can expect from Cross Talk Radio. You can expect us. We also, I'm sorry, we're also on, um, what's the other one, man? Come on, buddy. It's the one, we, the one I just did. Um, the, the outlet. I can't think of it right now. The outlet? The outlet. The, um, another, another way people can hear us. It's, it's the one every person puts their um their songs on for free songs. I can't think. It's not Spotify. Oh, SoundCloud. 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 I'm sorry, SoundCloud. everybody. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I got excited, but it's SoundCloud. So we, we 
Some of our episodes, I realize, if you just listen on iTunes and tune in our older episodes, they get deleted after a while. There's nothing we can do about it. Mm-hmm. You can always go to crosstalk.buzzsprout.com and check it out. And every now and then, I handpick some older episodes, and I put them on SoundCloud for people who haven't heard of them. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's where that, that's where that comes from. But we will be doing visual pretty soon. Like I said, this is season two, people. But again, we at Crosstalk believe in doing stuff in excellence. So when we get ready to do the podcast with the with the whole whole visual stuff, you're going you're gonna to see us. Yeah. And we got, it's going to be right, because we got some things we got to get in order first before we right. Get that right, exactly. but it's coming, y'all. I promise you, it's coming. We've been talking about it since season one, but season two is the season when it's going to happen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We just got some more decor to do with our uh, our studio here, right? And once we get it right for you guys, y'all will be listening and watching us while we do the Dagon podcast. Mm, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. That, yeah, I, I'm excited about that. You're gonna see Pudge's face. You're gonna see them faces when he gonna, when he want to cuss me out, but y'all can't see it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see that, you're gonna see you gonna see a lot of stuff. You're gonna get to really, really know us. So anyway, man, I'm excited about that. But without further ado, let me get to these shout-outs, man. Shout out to our cross talkers, Dorothy Brown, Brandy, Alicia, Brenda, November, Ramil, shout out to Rob at Loveworks Studio, my homegirl Dion, shout out to Graysonville, Maryland for being the first yes, runner up most yes, times. Yes. Frontline, baby. Shout out to Stone Mountain, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, Kanye's GA on the building, North Cross, Georgia, Lawrenceville, Georgia, Dublin, Georgia, Loganville, Georgia. San Jose, California, Arlington, Texas, Palm, Pennsylvania, Palm, P-A-L-M, Pennsylvania. We see you. We thank you. Shout out to all our new listeners. Shout out to Cross Talkers who keep it, keep us locked, keep holding it down, keep pushing us, keep letting people know about us, keep praying for us. If there's anything we can do for you, hit us up. I'm Steph Swig. I'm Big Pudge. Cross Talk. Radio. Peace. Here's Erica Cumble taking us all the way home with No Way. Love every day. Wait.